welcome to Ibago Horror Movie Reviews with a Yorkshire flavour. I'm Damien. And I am Tris. How are you doing, mate? Not good. Not good, mate. Fuck, Go on. fucking hate Go on, movie. share. Go on. Share. Tell, tell me why. I fucking hate this movie. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I fucking hate this movie. Right. Review done. Over. On to the next one. I fucking hate this movie. Oh, God. You, you've literally wasted away, mate, waiting to say that. I can't think of anything else to say. I've got no notes except one saying I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> Do you know what? I fucking hate this movie as well. But also, at the same time, I kind of love it. Sure. I'm sure we'll get into that. Yeah, but for all the wrong reasons. I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a fan of The Resurrection, then? No, and I'd forgotten forgotten how bad it was. I like I'd, I watched this years ago, and I did. I tell everyone I got my Blu-ray box set, which includes movies one through eight. So I'd watched quite a lot of them, but I didn't watch the eighth one. And then I come back to watch it because I knew we were going to be covering it in this podcast, so I purposely left it. So it's been a good ten years, maybe more, since I've watched this. And I don't think I really remembered it the first time round. I think I was high. Which is really the only way you should watch this movie. <laughs> it would make it better. Make marginally. But like if you were high, you just you'd probably just put something better on, like evil bong. <laughs> I mean this I have to be honest, like all the others, this is actually the first time I've actually seen this movie and I was I was kinda looking forward to sort of saying, you know, okay, end of the last one, they locked his head off. How the hell are they actually gonna come back with this one? What madness are they going to come up with and you know getting straight into it straight off the bat so we don't prolong your your agony what the hell is with this franchise and not just this movie that's bad enough they like to rewrite the endings of the previous movie when in the last one they ended the Laurie the Michael saga in a nice way she locked off his head pretty final even in things like Walking Dead zombies aliens you lop off the head that's pretty much it. It's not going to get better from there. In this one, they totally rewrite the ending by thinking nobody's going to notice if we rewrite it and say that when Michael dropped off the balcony, he randomly woke up, grabbed a paramedic that looks fuck all like him. So for anybody who hasn't seen this movie, don't fucking bother. <laughs> you will hate it. It's not worth it. Just don't bother pausing it. Don't bother going to watch it. Just we'll fill you in on all the gory shit that happens in this movie right here, right now. Don't waste your time. It will be 93 minutes of your life that you will never, ever get back. Disclaimer done. There you go. I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> this, this whole podcast now is literally going to be like an hour of you going, I fucking hate this movie. That is the most constructive, constructive thing. So, so yeah. sh- shall, I, shall I carry on? Yeah, continue. Continue. Well, while you gather your thoughts and... <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they, they literally rewrite the whole thing. Michael was not actually Michael. It was a different dude who looked totally different, was wearing different clothes, had a handlebar moustache, a little bit like... So can you see my Tiger King sporting little handlebar thing that's going yeah. on right now? It's, yeah. in, it's in commiseration. Free Joe Exotic. I've never seen it. I don't watch shit like that. Yeah. I should have watched that instead of this. It would have actually been better viewing, mate, to be honest. But yeah, they they literally decide that Michael wasn't Michael. Instead, he put somebody else into the mask and his boiler suit 
And that was who Lurie killed. So fucking stupid. Like, they introduce it in such a stupid way. Like, it's the nurse in the mental home where Laurie's been committed, just talking to someone else. So we're led to believe that Michael, after being pushed off a balcony, grabs a paramedic, dresses the paramedic in his suit, and then he dresses in the paramedic suit and escapes somehow. And just randomly walks off into the woods. They say that he crushes the paramedic's larynx so he can't talk. So, but why didn't he just pull the mask off? He didn't have his hands bound. He could have just pulled his mask off. <laughs> he could have just signaled with his hands instead of acting. He just, he, he was Michael Myers. Now, I know the reason why they did this, because Jamie Lee Curtis didn't want a sequel to his movie. She no, wanted she to didn't. be done with the franchise. So she only agreed to appear in this after a lot of things. So basically, she wanted that Halloween H2O to be the final Halloween. Yeah. But Mustafa Akkad, who owned the rights to the franchise, had a uh, had a clause in his contract that said Michael Myers could not be killed, so he could do another movie. So Jamie Lee Curtis agreed to appear in this movie for some enormous sum. I would imagine, I would hope, based on how shit it is. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, yeah, so so they did, they wrote this really stupid fucking show, and then we're led to believe that Laurie, after coming full circle, and you know having that amazing feel good end to H two O where she's beaten Michael, come to terms with the demons, and now can get on with her family life. We're meant to believe that she killed the wrong guy, and she's gone crazy and ended up in a mental home. Yeah, just to Waited, it, so... waited for Michael to appear again. Yeah. So he appears again, <laughs> as he does. He bumps into, like, those f- fucking... It's, a, it's basically a nuthouse, and there's, like, this, that weird little psycho dude outside... Like spouting, spouting random facts about like John Serial Wayne killers. Gacy. Yeah, John Wayne Gacy and shit. And then, Dressed in a clown, clown costume. Yeah. He's There's more scary couple... than Michael, to be fair. I'm um, not a big fan of clowns, mate. Don't like happy clowns. <laughs> Ever since they ruined my birthday when I was five, never liked them bastards. Touched by a clown. <laughs> it's wrong way. Oh, zero fucks given. Um... So, yeah, there's a couple of kills in the asylum. He kills the security guard, as I recall. I have zero fucking notes on this. I'm not being funny. Yeah, it, it does um, his whole little left-handed pull-down again. Oh, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. It's a different yeah. guy played him as well, isn't it, this, this one? Yeah, they may as well just copied it out the last one, to be fair. It was, like, slow pace. What? His left arm? That must be his wanking arm. Must be his wanking arm. Is it, no, sorry, suit no. off. He's just got fucking <laughs> muscles out to here. Popeye. And then he finds Jamie Lee Curtis, who for some reason in a mental institution manages to get out of her room and up onto the roof where she's rigged a booby trap to catch Michael. Not not before Michael goes all full. Here's Johnny. Smashes down the door. Yeah, true. That bolster would door. That's how she gets out, yeah. That's how she gets... See, I can't even fucking remember. I just watched... She's got long hair in this one as well. Yeah, I think it's meant to show that she's going crazy, which... Doesn't really. She would probably, but, um, <laughs> doesn't add up, does it? But how does she rig that booby trap on the roof? To, you know, like that catches him by the heel and then just hangs yeah, him Yeah, she like, literally like cranes him. She's in a mental home. Like, well, I understand. Come on, it's, it's, it's Halloween. Mm, you know, true. Michael was in a mental home since the age of six, yet came out, randomly knew how to drive. We don't need an answer to those questions. It just sort of happens without any explanation. You see, I could deal with, with any of these things how stupid they are. I've seen stupider things happen in horror movies, but it's the next scene that really just means I give this movie absolutely no leeway whatsoever. 
So yeah. we'll, we'll leave it. Laurie Strode has got Michael captured. He's just about to kill him and then decides, oh, wait a minute. What if he's, what if he's someone else again? What if it's a paramedic or a security guard? Bear in mind, this guy's just chased her with an axe or a knife all the way through the fucking hospital. And then she just leans close into him and he just grabs her and stabs her. And then that's it. That's the end of Laurie Shutt. Yeah, literally, even as he's literally falling off a building, he still has the ability to randomly stab her in the perfect way. And off she falls, flat on her ass. End of Laurie Strode. 20 minutes into the movie, this movie is done. There's nothing more they can do. Why? Why? They they set it off as though it's going to be a whole continuation of what happened after they rewrote the ending yet again and then end it there and then. I hope she got a massive payday for the 15 minutes that she actually did in this movie because those first 15, 20 minutes are fucking shit and they may as well not even be there. Yeah, and this is this movie is directed by Rick Rosenthal as well. He directed the second movie, which which is one yeah. of my favorite movies in the thing. So I don't get the fucking disdain towards the series from him. Maybe he just wasn't all that good of a director after all. I mean, he, he did all right with Halloween too. I don't think he did much after that. So maybe he was more of, more sort of interested about the cameo he played when he played played the professor a little bit later on after he that, completely ruined the movie in the first twenty minutes. Is that him? I didn't know. Yeah, the professor. It's a cameo from Rosenthal himself. Fuck Rosenthal. <laughs> Absolutely fuck that guy. So after we, after Laurie dies in the most stupid way ever in a horror franchise, we're back in Haddonfield for this movie. We're back in Haddonfield. We are, but before that, what's with the whole Michael turning over his knife to the clown dude? So Did just like after, he literally button? walks back through... He walks. He, see, that's what I thought. He walks back through the hospital and the clown dude that he'd seen there before, and he literally just like turns over the knife and just walks out. And you kind of think, that's the end of that. Where's this movie going now? But before we move on to the next bit, what about the kills in that part? The head in the washing machine. It's all right. It's a bang Another off camera. Yeah. yeah, another off camera. I give it, there's not much suspense being built. I mean, with Halloween H2O, the settings are a bit spooky. It's a school, things are empty. It builds suspense well. With the mental home, it's just, it's almost as if they're going OTT in that really early 2000s horror movie way where they're like, there's lightning going and there's rain. And it's like, do you know you're watching a horror film? This is a horror film. Do you know? This is spooky. Rain, lightning, thunder, mental institution. Do you know this is going to be scary to <laughs> And it's just not because you just know something's coming and then you see the guy in the washing machine and he kills him and it's fucking shit. The first 20 minutes of this movie literally take a massive dump on everything that we've seen before. If there was any good in any of the movies beforehand, anything that we've talked about and said, we quite enjoyed that. The first 20 minutes of this movie literally undo the whole fucking thing. And then they literally go, curtain down on that. Let's start yeah. somewhere else. It's Let's just film in it. completely like go film. off. They may as well just stopped it there and said, that's the end of yeah. Halloween Resurrection. Now, Halloween, totally fucking unrelated. You know what's funny as well, though? I, I did have a chuckle at this one of the few times I laughed. So we're back in Haddonfield, but now we're at the University of Haddonfield. When did when did when did fucking Haddonfield get a university? Oh, it's pretty resourceful. It had a massive hospital with nobody in it, massive police force, and who the fuck would want to be a policeman in fucking Haddonfield after everything that's gone off? Uh, you know, supermarkets, fancy dress stores. It's pretty resourceful for a tiny but it's a, town it's on a the outskirts town. of nowhere. What's a small town doing with it? it's like fucking? I I always imagined Haddonfield to be like similar in size to Peniston. 
I, I, I just assumed it's a small village type town. Like, I don't, you wouldn't have the University of fucking Penniston, would you? Now you say that, but Penniston does actually have a very full to capacity college, sixth form college as well. Uh, and sort of like high really. school, it's got, it's got a lot of stuff in there. But yeah, we don't have like a hospital and we don't even have a police station anymore. So if anybody actually wants to come and rob us, it's fine. There's no coppers for like half an hour around. There are, there are <laughs> any, tip. yeah, any buddy Michael Myers out there got plenty of time if you're gonna steal steal from peniston (laughs) absolutely but yeah it is pretty much like they may as well stop the movie there unless you just moved on on from there and yeah you're quite right randomly we have the university of haddonfield and then we get the cameo there it is all its glory it's got two green boards on the wall and everything and lots of students it's really they've had a baby boom and then we're introduced to his characters, and I can't even remember the characters' names. So, what are the characters' names, Tris? Do, do you know what? I, I don't actually know. Um, th- there are quite a lot of sort of like actors and actresses in this that actually go on to sort of bigger things after this movie. So, the first one I actually noticed was Kevin from American Pie. Oh, iconic. Yeah, yeah iconic movie, which he's, obviously has been loads spurned on that one. But this, the fact that there were these these sort of characters in it, I think Tyra Banks is in it as well. Buster yeah, Rhymes is, Banks is in it, yeah, yeah. Um, the beautiful Tyra Banks uh, as uh, she was. Yeah, uh, yeah Kevin from uh, from sort of American Pie, Sean Patrick Thomas as well, uh, and yeah. Katie Sackoff, who's in sort of like Battlestar Galactica and, and and stuff like that. Very much a team flick in keeping with the time of you know sort of like American Pie and and stuff like that. It totally shifts its focus and it's more on the teens now. Uh, and they are sort of like the main cast and, and crew of this movie moving forward. But yeah. yeah, I think the main one's Sarah, I think, if I remember rightly. And so so just to cut all the bullshit out of it, so this university at Haddonfield, there's three main friends initially. One's Sarah, and they've applied to go on this TV reality TV show called Dangertainment, which is focused on the Myers house. And her and two of her friends, uh, yeah, Bill, Bill and Donna. They're, they're called Summit. Particularly teenagerish. I don't know. So Regular teenager, names. Teenager one, teenager two, <laughs> teenager three. So they, it That's how not. much attention we paid. We don't know the names. This is They're how given numbers. They well, they don't really matter, do they? Because they. No. So so Sarah's like the every girl. The guy is a chef, and that's his only trait. Absolutely everything he does in this movie is related to food. So when he do his, does the interview for Dangertainment, he's like, "If you don't get enough potassium, burn, you're killing people." And then when he's in the house, he finds this he's fucking... like, ooh, this herb smells fresh. Yeah, fennel. Yeah, he's looking And then the even fennel. later on, later on, he uses it as a fucking weapon. Yeah, exactly. So in the face. Literally, nobody's ever thought about that before. How do you take down a serial killer? Fennel, in the face. <laughs> Perfect weapon. Well, yeah, Michael's weak as piss in this as well, really. So <laughs> fennel would have probably worked. But yeah. Um... Well, you know, he's, he's been living under that Myers house for 20 years, living off rats. How? Why? I don't, know. I don't know. Where the hell did they come up with that from? Why? All of a sudden, there's this whole network of tunnels under there. He's been living under that house for 20 years, living off rats. No. Why? Does he do his dry cleaning under there? Is that where he gets his trim? What the hell? No. So they get on Dangertainment, which is a reality. This is another problem I have with this show. Do you remember like in early episodes when I said, the reason I love a lot of low-budget horror is because a lot of them are made with love. You know, whether they're low budget, they've got a lot of gore or a lot of this and a lot of that. 
most people who make horror movies, they love horror movies. That's why they make them. This movie is, is not that whatsoever. So this movie looked at everything that was big in the early 2000s. And let's see, let's see how much we can stick of this in our movie. So the internet, <laughs> mobile devices like PDAs, reality TV. What Derek Cora, most Derek, haunted. Derek let's Cora, do that. Yeah, found footage. You know, like a lot of this movie is filmed on, on like shaky cams, like when they're in the house. Found footage was big in the, you know, Blair Witch Project and stuff like that. So yeah. it's like they looked at all the trends that was around at the time. But let's see how we can fucking stuff Michael Myers right up the arse of popular culture and see if we can get a movie out of it. <laughs> That's another issue I have with this. So they get on Dangertainment, which is Freddie Harris, Buster Rhymes. And I couldn't couple. even be bothered to learn his actual name. Buster Rhymes. Buster what a Rhymes crazy, Freddie what a crazy character in this he is. He's not the worst character, though. That's the problem. It, like, he's, he's not. not an actor. <laughs> he's not a good actor, but he's, he's not the worst actor in this by a long shot. And his character's stupid. It's not the most stupid character either, which is he's a damning fucking statement <laughs> on this movie. But yeah, so he's created Dangertainment, which is a reality TV web series. So you can get in the internet in their web series. And it's set in the Myers house. And again, they get a bunch of teens in there to discover the mystery of Michael Myers. And um, nobody and has been in there and tampered with anything. Nothing at all. Because it's all real. Because it's all real. Yeah. So they get to the thing, they meet all the other cast, and they're all sort of one-note characters. You've got the you've got the chef, you've got the girl, the slutty girl who wants attention, you've got the I'm too cool to do anything guy, you've got the nerdy guy, whatever. All these assortments. And then for some reason, Sarah decides she doesn't want to be a part of it. But then she screams and a glass breaks. Why? Like, I would understand establishing that she can do that if at the end of the movie it played any kind of part whatsoever. In it, like, if she screamed and broke a glass near Michael Myers and distracted him and saved somebody, but it never comes up again. Like, she screams, breaks glass, Freddy's like, yeah, that's my girl. And then it never happens again. It's just, it's just, it's an absolute non-starter. Same as Freddie Harris suddenly he's a master of kung fu because he likes kung fu movies. <laughs> wow. It's That's literally not, like Mr. Yeah. Miyagi. <laughs> it's just brilliant. Right? It's, it's Mr. Miyagi it's does the Matrix. It's yeah, just it's fucking stupid. Um, but yet yeah, th- there is a first kill uh, in this movie as well, isn't there, beforehand, before they actually go into the house when the guy setting the cameras with the high angles, low angles, gets literally like through the fucking neck and it's sort of like the first proper kill we actually get in this movie in terms of the the new cast and the new story you see a bit of blood see a bit of gore it's not bad yeah it's not bad do you know what the stupid thing about that is though this is how little attention the filmmakers gave to this movie tyra banks and the camera guy are like arguing over the over the position of the camera because you can see something in it and when he gets killed obviously the um the tripod falls over yeah. And then Tyra Banks comes back and she's like, oh, good shot, man. It's not a good fucking shot. The tripod <laughs> in the shot. That's how little attention to detail they give to this movie. And it's that's that's kind of... It's fucking awful. It's kind of that, that old stupid team flick, though, isn't it? That, yeah. that sort of came from that era. He just plays into that. The whole thing I saw throughout this whole movie was like a really shit American pie. And yeah, maybe. With like it. a sprinkle or a dusting of scary movie where they literally like rip the piss out of all the different horror movies and all the stupidity of it. And I think that's one of the things that I actually, I quite like about it. That's the only thing I like about this movie, should I add. The fact that it kind of rips the piss 
on horror movies in a really bad way. No, I don't think it's ripping the piss. I think it's seriously trying to do because the thing is Blair Witch and found footage movies were just huge at the time. And I think they're just saying, right, reality TV, we've got that. Now, what can we do to really push this film and get more people interested? Let's just give them all GoPros and let them run wild and make it a found footage movie. That's, that's what they're doing with it. They're just trying to force but, in another... But do we really there. think they actually knew that that's what they were doing? Or have they just yeah, accidentally come across something which is so fucking stupid, it's actually entertaining in a funny way? It's not a horror, this film. It is not a horror. It's more like a spoof comedy horror. Fucking it's awful. it's so fucking stupid. I mean, if we're talking about the the funny parts of it, let's talk about the ginger lass that's just obsessed with sex, and randomly they go down into the cellar because that's a good thing to do where you can't get out of, of anything. Climb down a ladder into a cellar. Weirdest entrance to a cellar as well, by the way. Uh, yeah, true. A whole little portal thing, and they have to get the key off the carefully placed baby chair. That yeah, with like straps on it and stuff like that because yeah. Freddie and Tara have been fucking with the house, aren't they? And putting fake yeah. clues in there to make the show more entertaining. Yeah, but then, then they sort of like go down there and this whole like chemistry thing where, you know, she gets a rack out and, and everything else and it's like this whole weird soft porn sex thing and then the like bodies fall upon them which they push out of the wall. How soft are them fucking walls? Yeah, exactly. They're like fucking paper mache, aren't they? Yeah, and then they find the little plastic Halloween arm that they got for 50p from Poundland. And they start to think that, you know, something's not quite right. But nice rack on, on the ginger girl. Pretty good. But then she gets racked herself right onto the fencing. <laughs> she probably yeah. gets racked in. And it, it, that's kind of a good kill, you know. You kind of see Michael looking at her. But again, it's also it's a bit stupid at the same time. It's a bit stupid. It's a lot stupid. It's a, yeah, it, it's stupid. a lot stupid. I tell you what else is stupid and that never gets addressed. So there's like this weird faux romance subplot between Sarah and Deckard. Now, Deckard is yeah. a young junior in junior high. Or I don't know how American education works, but he's young. He's much younger than he's pretending to be. And he's like pen pals or PDA pals with, with Sarah. But she thinks he's a senior. So there are, he's basically catfishing her. The entire time, he's like <laughs> he's, he's completely catfishing her, and then oh yeah, and the, the video printer text messages where yeah. they come through as they're actually typing. Yeah, exactly. I don't ever remember them actually kind of working like that. I mean, I don't remember them, but I'm too young. But the point is, he basically becomes a bit of a hero through the movie. Like he's watching, yeah. and also I'll tell you what else is not fucking realistic. That party that they're having, that they're at, there's no way a bunch of horny kids wanting to get pissed are sitting there watching reality TV on a big screen all through the fucking party. That shit no. doesn't happen. <laughs> but, through the whole movie, he's like texting her and getting police involved, and nobody ever addresses the fact that he's basically the, lying and catfishing this girl. What's going on? That, that whole scene is a bit of a throwback to sort of American Pie, the first one, where uh, sort of like Jim is, you know, entertaining Nadia, and randomly everybody is watching the boobies. It's that morbid curiosity of that, you know, do you need to watch it and then you will see this film in a whole new appreciation uh, it is very much like an american pie meets scary movie type of type of thing and i think that's why i kind of like it in a very morbid way i don't like it but i like it because it was ridiculously funny and shit it held my attention because there was so much to critique about how they tried to get so much of the teen sort of subculture of film into this movie that it's laughable so it held my attention. I like it more because it was shit. I just don't like it. But okay, so <laughs> um, 
So basically, they think it's fake. They they find out that it's all fake with with Freddy, um, and Dangertainment. So they're basically going around the house, fucking around with the clues. But Michael Myers emerges from his cellar and starts killing them one by <laughs> one. He, he chops the head off. He chops the head off that girl that wants wants all the attention. Yeah, he does. He literally whips it off, not before he's actually jumped through the mirror and grabbed Kevin yeah. from American Pie's head through that. But yeah, the uh, the girl that wants to be sort of like famous and stuff, uh, is it Sarah, whatever she's called? No, uh, yeah, Sarah, literally. The other one. Yeah, he, he literally he whips it right off. I think that's the real name just, the film, the other one. Yeah, I just don't know how he managed to have the strength with a normal kitchen chef's knife to literally whip off the head clean off. And that's when he sort of like rolls down the stairs, doesn't it? Yeah. And they look at it and go, that's not, that's not so fake. The head's on the floor. Bad acting that follows. Yeah, it's really bad acting. That is absolutely true. What I would say, though, like, Michael Myers has some great upper body strength. Yeah, you're right. But he's also really fucking weak as piss. So there's a scene in this where Freddy is dressed as Michael Myers and he's going walking around the house and he bumps into Michael Myers. And Buster Rhymes <laughs> being Buster Rhymes ain't going to take this fucking shit not for one minute. So he Just like, tells him to fuck off and he does. Like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. This is my suit. I'm Michael Myers, whatever. And Michael being the insane, incredibly strong serial killer <laughs> just fucking listens to him and walks off. Just turns around and like, all right, fine. <laughs> Why? This is not what Michael would do. Why is because they'd have to find a new person to be in the final scenes. Yeah, true. They'd have to find a new kung fu idiot. Not easy yeah. to come by. So Deckard is helping Sarah by texting on his real-time PDA, which doesn't exist yet, and letting him know where Michael is. Based and... upon the camera feeds from multiple dead people, which have shit angles. Yeah, and you and you can tell they're trying to be clever with, with this. They, they're definitely trying to be clever, but for me, it just doesn't work. I'm not feeling it. I know it's trying to cash in on found footage. It's trying to cash in on reality TV. But realistically, it just looks fucking stupid. And it makes no sense. And I hate this movie. I hate this fucking movie. But the thing is, though, you know, they're like typing these messages ridiculously quick, especially when she's typing back to him. These phones at that time, and you can see it from in there, they used the old texting system. They didn't have a QWERTY keyboard on there. No, no fancy didn't. smart screens. Yeah. You had to use the numbers. It took fucking ages to text back then. Did it? I know. I remember it. I don't. It fucking takes ages. Like, you no, want to put an R and you have to press it three times. It. You get it wrong. You have to delete it. Start again. The, the yeah, way they were exchanging the messages, was, you know, it's like it was now. Well, let's finish. Oh, fucking hat's gone now. Let's finish <laughs> the end of this plot and then we can talk about the movie in a bit more detail. So, end of the plot. So, towards the climax, Michael's been on his fucking killer rampage. He corners Sarah. We think he's killed Freddy um, because he's beat the shit out of him. Shit sets on fire. And then Michael and Freddy, Michael and Buster Rhymes indulge in a kung fu fight in possibly my <laughs> least favourite. If this was a spoof, you know how like you talk about scary movie in America? Straight a spoof, out of it. Yeah. If this was a spoof movie, I could absolutely 100% buy Buster Rhymes having a kung fu fight with Michael Myers and having the catchphrase... Trick or treat, motherfucker! But yeah. <laughs> I'm not buying it in a, in the Halloween movie. But but what about the way that they sort of like try to kill off Mikey in this one? They yeah. he literally electrocutes him in the cock. He electrocutes his dick, man. It's fucking... what he actually did. Given that he can't <laughs> die, and you know everything, else, he stimulated him. Maybe that's what he did. It was oh. 
Jesus Christ. They couldn't have like done it in any other way, like to the chest or to the head or anything else. He's getting his ass kicked. And then somehow there's enough time for him to pull out the cable without getting electrocuted himself and then stick it in his cock through his boiler suit. And that means he gets tangled up in loads of wires and burns himself and melts himself to death or whatever it, else it is that happens. But why in the cock? Why? Why there? That is funny, to be fair. But it's pure spoof, isn't it? And that's the difference. This isn't a horror movie. This is a comedy horror. I don't believe intentionally, I believe. (laughs) And that's the problem, isn't it? If it had been intentionally, it would have been funny and it would have been good. But because it was unintentional, it's shit. This is the worst Michael ending ever. Yeah, so we now, is, he, is, he, is, he, is he going to come back and they're going to rewrite for the next one and say, no, nah, he didn't electrocute him in the cot. He's got a massive, fully functioning penis. We'll talk about that in a bit, yeah. So <laughs> we get the trick-or-treat Please motherfucker. Please don't. <laughs> trick-or-treat motherfucker. And then the cops arrive. Everyone realises this is real. And then we get this really funny speech from Buster Rhymes to the, to the press. <laughs> it's like, you guys are fucking cockroaches and you're profiteering on people's pain. And it's like, dude, you've just fucking put on a reality TV show in a serial killer's house, faking it to try and get likes. You're in no position to be doing this. Like, Buster Rhymes, the speech isn't too bad, but it shouldn't be him delivering it. He's not the right character to be doing it. Do you know what it's like? It's like those movies that you see on Facebook where, oh, you've got to see this. And you watch it for like 10 minutes and then realise nothing actually happens. How is this like that? that? Yeah. That's what this movie is like. Oh, the whole Buster Rhymes thing. It's literally like, it's lulling you in and saying, yeah, come on, look at this. It's, it's great. It's shit. Nothing happens. It's literally 10 minutes of a guy putting paint on something to nothing happen. Yeah, true. So he gives, it, he gives this speech uh, about how everyone, all the press are fucking assholes and this. And then the movie ends with presumably Sarah going off and going back to Haddonfield University. So we've got the plot out of the way. That was a real slog to get through. Let's just, <laughs> let's just talk about the, the movie. I fucking hate this movie. What about you? I hate it just as much as you. But I also I have think you a kind of love for it for the very wrong reasons. And I think we touched a little bit on it there in the fact that if this was a spoof, if this was a comedy, a kind of a scary movie based on Halloween... It'd be brilliant. It'd be so funny. Maybe. But it's not. It's unintentionally that bad. And this movie actually held my attention more than some of the others because it was that bad. Because looking at it from my perspective, where I like realism and I like to look at it. Yep. There you go. Got it first. Um, it was one of their, there was so much to critique that I couldn't take my eyes off it. It was that bad. I kind of love it for being that bad. It literally, this movie reaffirms every point I have about slasher horrors being wank. This is the epitomal slasher horror that I grew up with, the ones that I watch, and the reason why I don't like them. Yeah, you're a dick. So this movie <laughs> is not any of those things that you just said. Like I love movies that are so bad. Whoa, 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 dial it back. I just said it's wank. Are you saying it's not wank? All right, dickhead. 
<laughs> I think. Do you love it? You love it, really? No, I hate this movie. Secret, I... You've got a secret crush on this Halloween film. So I like movies that are so bad they're good. I, I'm a huge fan of so bad they're good. Yeah, I know. Movies. I know you like your sort of like really bad like B movies and, and yeah, stuff like but that. This is you... not that. This is a. This is it's a, not that. Um, this is a big time franchise looking to cash in by one rewriting a shit beginning, killing off a, a, a beloved <laughs> character in a bad way, and then trying to shoehorn as much early 2000s pop culture technology and references in as, as much as possible in order to try and make a shit story stretch over 90 minutes. And that's all. Yeah, they, they killed the final girl from three films inside 15 minutes. Yeah. So... Yeah, it, it's it's bad for for a lot of those reasons. Um, I I don't think there's anything to be gained from watching this movie. Not even in a so bad it's good way. I do know that there's those out there that that do like this. And fuck you guys, this film's fucking terrible. <laughs> so let's put a bow on this. I know this has been a short episode, but we can have a little bit of a talk about what film's coming up next after that. So, Tris, it's time to put a fucking bow on Halloween Resurrection. You, you know what I'm gonna do, mate. Because you love it so much, I'm gonna let you write it first for really? a change. Yeah. Okay. I fucking hate this film. One. One electric <laughs> shock. One electric shock to the dick out of ten. It's um. I can't even really talk so much about it. The characters are shit. The writing shit. The direction shit. The technology shit. The presentation of the movie shit. Um. Jamie Lee Curtis is the best thing in it. She dies off 15, 20 minutes in. Freddy is probably the most entertaining Buster Rhymes, but his character's still shit. I fucking hate this movie. One out of ten. Done. That that is that's some damage. That that's I don't actually think we can actually have any other movies from any other franchise on this where you are gonna rate it that low. Just one more thing, Tris. I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> you go. Uh, so for me, I equally hate this movie. It is utterly shit in every way if, if you'd have actually said to me we're going to start with this movie we wouldn't be sat here right now so like eight episodes in the only reason uh, i'd say there was any kind of likability about this movie is because you fucking like hate it so much yeah i think that's why you like it don't you, you yeah know that that's the only reason because i know it pains you and you give me you've given me so much shit over the the previous episodes about, you know, some of the things. This one, I know it pains you. This is like a shock to the cock to you. Look at that. Drinking your... shock to the cock. Do you know what's like a shock to the cock to me? You still drinking your brew out of a straw. Dude, grow some balls. It's the only way to drink my fucking brew. <laughs> so, I digress. Let's fucking film up. I, I like, like to prolong the torture. I know. I, um, I know that's what you're doing. That's exactly what I'm doing. Um, if I'm being honest, I can't actually add any merit to this more than what, what you have, which is not very much, other than the fact that it pains you massively and the fact that it's funny in a completely unintentional way, which kind of mm -hmm. makes a lot of my points. That said, if I'm looking at it objectively, I'm going to give this only a two shocked cocks out of ten because it is literally that bad. You've also ripped off my fucking rating. I went with the electric shock to the dick. But that's the only funny thing in this movie. Shock yeah, talks. What, what do you want me to do? Okay, two dead Jamie Lee Curtises on a lawn. <gasps> uh, see, exactly. doesn't work. It doesn't have the same effect. How dare you? Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> so that's, that's Halloween Resurrection. 
don't watch it if you like it. Yeah, th- there is no point resurrecting this movie in any way, shape, or form. Don't don't yeah. resurrect it. Just don't watch it. Save yourself ninety three minutes of your life. So that's it for the canon for the first eight movies. So Trish, what this movie did, I know you've not seen it, seen it all the movies yet. So what Resurrection did was essentially murder Halloween. This came out in what two thousand two. <laughs> We didn't get the next one for five years later. Um, they, should have, they should have left it with the uh, the last one, to be honest, with H2O. Right. Well, the next one, Tris, is a reboot. It's a remake of Halloween 1. Funnily enough, it's called Halloween 1. <laughs> wow, Halloween. never! Halloween. Wow, and how on earth did they think of that? The creativity is just pouring from this new one. Directed by Rob Zombie. We are now entering the Rob Zombie period of of the movie so we've got the next two movies halloween one halloween two let me guess is there then a halloween three no gets rebooted did it not get that far well that that says everything no we'll uh we'll we'll come to that obviously when we review i'm gonna make a bold prediction that you are gonna really like the next movie if we're following sort of you know the normal trend of reboots and stuff like that i'm not a big fan of reboots but let's be honest after what we've just seen, they could reboot it in any way and it'd be better than the last one we just watched. So I'll give it a go. Okay. So that's that. So guys, thanks for joining us in this bit of a weird take on... I fucking hate this movie, by the way. <laughs> a bit weird take on that. It's been a bit um, it's been a bit weird, this one. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Let us know what you think. If you like this movie, let us know. Let us know why. We'll tell you why you're wrong. Happy to do if- that. Yeah, if you are sort of watching it on video, then you will have got this full thing. If you actually listen to it on the audio podcast, you will have got five seconds of Damien saying, I don't like this movie, end of. Yeah, guys, I edit the audio podcast, so yeah, you'll pretty much just be a fucking hate this movie. And then the, the musical role. So yeah, so yeah, check us out on Spotify, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Amazon Music, anywhere you get podcasts from. Make sure you check out the, if you're interested in Chucky, if you love the Child's Play franchise as much as me, I'm doing the video reviews on Chucky, the TV series. Absolutely loving it at the moment. We're getting towards the season finale now, so definitely worth checking that out. Let me know what you think about that. Still waiting on Tris and his Scream franchise. I'm sure we'll get around to it. That will be dropping. That will be dropping next week. I've just uh, have to get into the zone. So got lots of notes on it. Going to revisit them this week and uh, you know get those uh, those sorted. So there will be some uh, reviews with just me, no skeleton dude. Which way? That way, that way, that way, that way. There we go. We, we swapped around. I can't get used to it. I'm so used to being on the other side that, you know, we're not like Ant and Deck where we only literally go one way. Yeah, true. Other side. So give, us a, yeah, give us a like, give us a subscribe, guys. Make sure you check us out next week where we will be doing Halloween 1 Rob Zombie's take. I'm Damien. I am Tris, and I'm still trying to figure out why it's not Halloween 9. Good point. We'll discuss this next week. See you later. (laughs) See you later. Enjoy. Bye.